That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, James. I am doing okay today. Um, I have not done my weekly review um, I was away for a few days and off the, off the web, more or less. And that's not really a good excuse, I suppose, but <laughs> that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. That sounds good. I hope you had a good trip. Yeah, it was great. I went to the coast, um, for just, sorry. <clears throat> I went to the coast for just a couple of nights um, and stayed in a little uh, kind of rustic cabin in the state park in a spot on the coast that I really like. And amazingly, it was sunny. And so that I feel very lucky about. And the next time I complain about weather interfering with my plans, I'll remember this time when I went to the coast, had a sunny day, and then the next day all of Oregon is getting rained and snowed and sleeted on, and I would have been stuck out there. and It wouldn't have been good. <laughs> that would not have been good. Um, we wouldn't want to have to send search and rescue out <laughs> after after Gene. Um, but I'm glad you had a good couple of days. Um that is fantastic. Yeah. And um, I am doing all right, although it's not just I haven't done my weekly review. It seems that my my trusted system has just uh, – I've, like, fallen completely off the cliff lately. <laughs> I, I have, like, hundreds of emails in my inbox, and usually I keep it to, like – if I have a couple dozen, I think I'm, like, have too many in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just, I've, I, I can't exactly explain it. Um, I know past episodes I've been blaming, uh, the gig that I'm on cause it, you know, takes my focus during, during the day. And then I kind of want to not focus on like just productivity on the couple of days off. Um, I also have been maintaining that daily dance party or doing some form of exercise, uh, 30 minutes of exercise of some sort, uh, that has continued. So I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm noodling over what, what or why I'm kind of in a bit of a, a slump here. Um, but, uh, I know I've gotten into these slumps before and gotten out of them. And I know that the that the vast majority of items in the trusted system are not due, so they'll be waiting for me when I get back. <laughs> um so I don't feel too too badly, but I I do feel like I'm I'm off track in that area. Um 
And I don't even remember what I said was my weekly to-do. I don't remember what I said was mine. And I was just looking in OmniFocus where I would have tagged it. And I don't have anything. Maybe we didn't even discuss it. Maybe we didn't. Um, we were talking about big questions last week, James. Life. We were. Big questions. So who could be bothered with a paltry to-do item? <laughs> um, it's just so so far down the rung, uh, the ladder of the six the six grandiose topics that we talked about <laughs> over the last six episodes. Is that the formal name of it, I think? Um, Trademark by us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, six. Uh, I already forgot, isn't it? That's uh, I'm calling it pandemic brain, and and because uh, I thought, oh, I'll totally remember this from now on. Um, but yeah, the six something something focus, deciding, you know, work planning yes. things, trademark by the levels <laughs> levels of focus. Um. And we uh, we did not do episodes about the the ground level or the first horizon um, up because that's what we normally talk about, i.e., to dos and next actions like things like that, and we didn't or projects. So we started this series with areas of focus, and then yes, we covered the next. <clears throat> Sorry. Then we covered the next four. I mean, the next three after that. So, and they are the six horizons of focus okay. trademarked. Um, okay. What do you think, Dexter? <laughs> Dexter. <laughs> Dexter just joined us. I don't know if you've heard I him did. meow a bit. Um, Dex- so anyway, Dexter has one. He might be a- <laughs> one horizon of focus, and it's where you know his food bowl and his comfy spots and his getting petted. Uh that's pretty much right. it. And his litter box. His, that yeah. would be another key a key element <laughs> um for all of us involved. <laughs> um and um but yes, I think he he's he's probably doesn't have a a, a five year vision. <laughs> um that's my guess. Um where do you see yourself in five years, Dexter? Well Probably on this same couch, unless you get a new one. Um, oh, so um, I think we will dispense with the weekly to-do this week. Okay. We Apparently. won't even pick one. <laughs> yeah, let's not pick one. Yes. Let's do, next week, let's surprise each other with some to-do that actually is done. Um, that sounds good. We'll have – this week will be – we'll – we're doing mystery weekly to-dos. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll each pick one and hopefully have it done by next week. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking since both of us are doing so well with our weekly reviews and to-dos this week, um, I was kind of reflecting on the fact that uh, I'm certainly hitting – like it's coming up to the point where I'm hitting a lot of anniversaries of uh, one year since the last time I did various things mm-hmm. um, it, during the pandemic. Um, and some of them, you know, 
give us new, uh, maybe some new perspectives, some new experiences, um, not necessarily pleasant ones. Um, but I thought maybe we would, we could talk a little bit about those sorts of things today. And maybe if they happen to tie in with personal productivity, um, I guess the first one I could mention is it has been one year at least, um, possibly a little over a year since I've gotten my hair cut. <laughs> so from a personal productivity standpoint, there's all that time not spent at the barber. Um, <laughs> I got to do something else with it. What? I couldn't tell you. Um, but I am probably at peak hair length for my life at the moment. I didn't grow my hair long when I was like in my 20s or what have you. Uh-huh. Um, but now, you know, th- there's the balding part of the situation where kind of the the <laughs> forehead, the, the hairline has receded. But all the hair that's still there is pretty, pretty long. Um, I haven't yet gone for, for the hipster, uh, the hipster ponytail yet no. nor do i think i will um that's not really my it's not my thing um but especially when i'm doing a dance party my hair does get like in my face in my eyes i need to brush it back that i've never <laughs> never in my life have i experienced that before um well and i yeah i, I i'm not i can't say i'm a fan <laughs> it's interesting cuz I I was going to say it's been a, about a year, but actually it's been a year since my last haircut appointment was canceled um, because I had one in uh, scheduled. How could that be? I guess it, whatever. Anyway, my last haircut was September of 2019. So it's really out of hand now. Um and I i mean, at first I didn't mind because there is some practical benefits to having long hair. If you're already wearing your hair longish, the long, you know, you can get it back easier in a ponytail. You can braid it, you can whatever. But um, now it's like if I don't do something with it, I really have hair in my like you're describing, you know, just falling in my eyes or, uh, yeah. So I, I did have a moment recently where I thought, give me a scissor. <laughs> I'm just cutting it all off. <laughs> Let me just cut this ponytail off. And I resist it, um, even though part of me was like, it doesn't matter. I never go anywhere. Nobody sees me. But... um then I, I talked to a couple of friends who are also cutting their hair, and they gave me some tips. And uh, I just need to get the proper scissors for the job. But yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I do remember calling my um, my hairdresser, who I've been you know getting my hair cut by him since '93 or so. So he's an old friend. And he, uh, I remember calling him like in April last year saying like, we're canceling this appointment, aren't we? And he's like, yeah, the salon is closed. And I'm like, okay, thinking, oh, a couple more months won't hurt. (laughs) So 
Oh, well. Um, last year, also, it's about the anniversary of the last time I had a pedicure, which is, uh, I remember it very clearly because it was right before I was leaving to go to the Doctor Who convention in Los Angeles, and I had my nails painted TARDIS blue, and I was very pleased with that. <laughs> and so, I, uh, yeah, I, I was a, I was a regular. I miss my 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 ladies at the nail salon. You know, it's really nice family. It's they, their kids were always, you know, hanging around. Like, it, I, for me, it was like definitely the the atmosphere that I liked, which was sort of cozy and and friendly. It was definitely not a uh, high concept designer spa experience with uh, toddlers, you know, coming around and asking you if you want water. <laughs> the, the kids thought it was great to, to serve the, the patrons water. And so um, I miss that experience. But I just have to, yeah, there's no way I was going in there. So <laughs> there's, there's not enough masks to get me into an enclosed space, uh, even if they were open. I mean, that's one of the places that were, you know, the kinds of businesses that were absolutely closed down for a while and should still be gotcha. closed, if you want my opinion. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I considered doing the haircut thing at home. Um, I'm also, I had no idea how much hair grows over the course of a year <laughs> at least my own right I, i'm sure different people have slightly different rates but um now i know mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's that um but not not much of a not much of a fan <laughs> of uh you're like a, of long hair the, uh, the reluctant hippie i that's 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 the name of my new uh, album the reluctant hippie <laughs> um it's all it's all uh, begrudging folk songs. <laughs> um, no, yeah. that's not. Well, <laughs> that's not true at all. Um, but yes, I am a I am the the reluctant hippie and the reluctant hermit. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, the other thing for me is also I haven't seen my sister in person in over a year. Mm. Um, that happened in January, I guess. And I, I don't think, as far as I can remember, in my lifetime, I've never gone that long without uh, seeing my sister. So that's, mm -hmm. we talk very, we talk just about every day on the phone. So I, you know, I miss seeing her in person, but it's not like we're, we're completely out of contact or anything. But um, it's, uh, it's. It grates on you after a while. It definitely weighs on you. Yeah, I know. It's um, I I feel the same way. I I mean, I see my sister who lives here in Portland very occasionally. I'd say like once a month for either you know, like we had a little gathering a couple weeks ago. Did I tell you I got a fire pit? Um, 
We were talking about fire pits on the podcast back when we were talking about how Scandinavians, you know, survive the winter. Mm -hmm. And one of the things was bringing in light and uh, warmth, the kind of, you know, winter light and warmth. And uh, I think I mentioned the fire pit because I had seen one somebody else had on micro.blog and it's it is a self-contained like stainless steel you know sort of a, a the size of a large bucket but it's um designed so you put the wood in it's like ventilated at the bottom and but it's also double walled so the the air can circulate and the fire is actually not smoky at all because it kind mm. of burns the smoke as well and it burns very clean like the wood is well and shoot i w- i should know the name of the uh the company i'm going to look it up now because oh, it's called the solo stove i think it was a kickstarter originally apparently it's got that like kickstarter flavor of like wow you know that's really clever um and something that you I'd never seen anything quite like it before so I got the solo stove ranger which is the smallest one and uh it's about 15 inches in diameter and I would say about 20 inches tall it's quite a pretty piece of engineering and so my whole family was interested in it because actually my family is like you know, pyromaniacs since way back. So they wanted to, uh, and I told them when I bought the stove that I would, um, I would let them borrow it. You know, it's a good thing to take camping, for example. Um, and anyway, so I said, do you want to come over for a fire warming? Um, and <laughs> so we, we opened it up and, and, burn the first uh, fire in it together, sitting around outside, masked, um, and it was fun. But yeah, I think last time I'd seen my sister uh, before was like on Christmas Day, we brought presents over to her house and had outdoor present opening, (laughs) which luckily it was not snowing or sleeting like it is now. Uh, in Portland, but uh, it was doable. So, yeah, I can see my siblings distanced and masked, uh, but I don't make a big habit of it because I don't think, you know, first of all, always doing things outdoors gets kind of tedious, and um, we aren't going into each other's houses and sitting around or going out somewhere. So, so I'm in a little bit better shape than you, um, but that's because I have more siblings. <laughs> my, I haven't seen my sister, who's currently living in New Zealand since last, um, I mean, the fall of 2019. So I miss her a lot, and we do. The whole family Zoom meets up to you know once a week now. We'd started doing that in the beginning of the pandemic. And frankly, I'm finding it a little tiresome. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think they listen to this podcast. And it's not them that I find tiresome. Just the, the fact is that now we have this fixed thing every week. And when you have, there's the five of us plus my stepmother is always together with my dad. So six people, some of whom don't understand the concept of latency, for example. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of stopping, saying, what did you say? Or I didn't get that. Or, you know, uh, internet connection hassles and whatever. But I mean, I don't want to sound churlish. I do love my family and I love seeing them. Um, but I would just prefer to see them in person. Understood. There's no latency when we're sitting around together. (laughs) That is true. Um, Although sometimes for me, there's some latency even when I'm live. I I, I take a a couple seconds to to process what was said and figure out what to say back. But um, yeah, I think, um, and I do wonder if some of these things going on for a year might be partially contributing to my uh whatchamacallit my <laughs> lack of my my your inability relative, to find the words my, that you want in your head at the tip of <laughs> that's right <laughs> and also to do my weekly review or yeah. to in this case, keep up with my email, which is, that's kind of new for Mm me. Um, And I want, yeah, I kind of wonder if like things are feeling just very treadmill-y, like Mm -hmm. the same, like good old Groundhog Day, which we just lived through um, last week. Um, I don't know if I told folks, like um, my my hometown, I grew up in Milltown, New Jersey, Mm And, um, of course, Punxsutawney Phil is, like, the best-known groundhog. Mm -hmm. Um, But other towns have groundhogs also. (laughs) There's more than one groundhog. (laughs) There's more than one groundhog um, across the nation. Um, Punxsutawney Phil is kind of like your gold standard groundhog. (laughs) Um, Sometime after I, like, grew up and moved out of my hometown, they – I think it's been maybe 10 years now. They got their own groundhog <laughs> who is Milltown Mel. <laughs> Milltown Mel. I love it. So it's weird that every year on Groundhog's Day, like there's a tradition in the town ta- in my hometown that I have no like emotional connection to whatsoever because mm-hmm. it started after long after I left. Um <clears throat> And this year, Punxsutawney Phil said there's going to be uh, – we're going to have six more weeks of winter. Mm-hmm. Milltown Mel says, no, we're not. So <laughs> there's a little discrepancy between the this, the dueling groundhogs. It's making me question the whole scientific basis of this groundhog thing. I know. I, it's <laughs> – it is uh, – it's it's a puzzlement. Um, well, I can tell you that guinea pig Grace, uh, who is the southeast Portland rodent oracle, did not see her shadow. Um, 
And I'm so spaced out these days, I couldn't even remember what that means. <laughs> winter, no winter. I think that means that no no more six weeks of winter. Winter is over. I think if I think if you see your shadow, I don't know what it means either. <laughs> I I can't even be bothered to look it up. <laughs> well, all I can say is it's snowing today for the first time all uh, you know, in the last two years, so Grace, if Grace predicted winter was over, she was wrong. But Grace, Grace um, doesn't care about the weather. The weather's always good for her. <laughs> so, if the groundhog sees its shadow, there's more winter. Uh, but if there's no shadow, spring arrives early. So, Milltown Mel. Milltown got hit with like this right. big snowstorm like a week later. So kinda kinda puts the kibosh on that hole. Oh, oh well. well. Um so um I can you know, looking at my calendar, uh just to go back, like exactly a year ago today, my gas uh insert for my fireplace today. It, is the anniversary of it being inspected by the city oh. inspector. So that is definitely productivity related because getting that whole chimney repair and gas uh, fireplace project was really languishing before we started this podcast. So I consider it one of the great um, side effects of doing this every week because it did it, it all started with one you know slight change to a next action where mm-hmm. i said i'm just changing it to google gas fireplaces in portland you know instead of like that what really was the next step but for whatever reason i didn't have it as one of my steps and once i did that I don't know if you remember that amazing moment when I discovered there's a gas fireplace place near. I do remember near me. I could easily go there, and they would probably be, you know, welcome my visit since that's what they do and that's what they sell. And sure enough, it turned out to be the turning point. Um, So, yeah, and yeah, well that. That's a good one year ago, and you've been enjoying your fireplace since. Yes, since it was inspected, I, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with it. And uh, in fact, today I had my annual um, furnace maintenance visit, which I see in my calendar last year was was February 18th, so I'm a little earlier this year. But the furnace guy came in, and I was sitting next to my fireplace, and he's like, he says, so do you like your gas fireplace? And I'm like, yeah, I love it. He says, I'm thinking about getting one. And so we talked the whole thing through. I told him the steps. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> and he's a, he's a furnace guy, right? So he probably has you know experience or connections in the heating world but he was very that's right very uh, appreciative i i said go to the northwest natural gas fireplace showroom it's right down there 
and they'll help you, you know, find one that works. And then, you know, anyway, I felt very happy. If, if he gets one, he'll be at least the second person who has gotten one, thanks to me, because my sister-in-law uh, did the same thing. She followed my steps. I I told her what they were. Um, and I think that goes to show that sometimes, like, getting your your projects sort of pieced out and figured out in terms of next actions, you're helping yourself, but you might be helping other people too. That's very true. So. And looking back at a year ago today, um, I was, I didn't have anything much on that day, but I was pretty much bit midway between two short trips to Disneyland. <laughs> um, so I, and in fact, yeah, we're coming up on about 10 days since, uh, since the last time I was at Disneyland and longtime listeners know that I often take a jaunt down the Disneyland for a day or two, um, or three on occasion. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a home away from home. It's a place I enjoy, um, and it's uh, it's really strange to think about not having been there at all for a full year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not – I wouldn't say that, you know, I, I miss my sister more than – I definitely miss my sister <laughs> more than I miss Disneyland. Um, I've been enough that, you know, it's – it's I. but there is something nice about that whole experience that – I'm coming to miss. There's just little things like uh, when was the last time I went out to a restaurant, um, mm. which that's coming up in a few weeks. Um, especially like I would, I'm really looking forward to going out to a steak dinner at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, you can order stuff in or you can cook it yourself, but there's something about like, like a steakhouse steak that's particularly tasty and hard to get right at least for me at home mm-hmm. um so yeah i think i think some of this might be uh is it ennui perhaps <laughs> um my feeling some existential ennui after a year of being in quarantine where possibly i'm like well whatever <laughs> uh, trusted system schmusted system uh well what does it matter yeah uh um, I don't think like I'm not deep into that. Um, yeah. But I do think there is cert- a certain like, okay, let's get on with it, sort of thing, settling in for me after after about a year. Yeah. One of the things about going away uh, this week, so I went uh, Monday through Wednesday, and that was chosen by the fact that uh, those were the two nights I could book these cabins. There's not very many of them, and they're very popular. So it was, you know, I just kept looking on the state park website um, until I found a vacancy and uh, booked that. But um, these the cabins are they have heating and indoor plumbing and they have a microwave and a refrigerator and that's it and you're not allowed to cook in them except for using the microwave and i think that's all fire 
you know, hazard uh, mm-hmm. inclined. But, oh, sure, I'm sure. Um, but you, they also, you have to bring everything. I mean, your, uh, any kitchen utensils, food, um, you know, cooking uh, tools. I, I was really happy I brought my, my um, tongs for my barbecue set because I, I, there is a propane barbecue uh, on the porch, and I thought if maybe I'll buy a steak and, and barbecue there. And I did that, and it would have been hard with no utensils. <laughs> that is true, yes. I mean, I thought about, well, maybe I could just do it with a fork. You know, that would have been, that would have been hard. Uh, so, yeah, I brought a little you know, bit of silverware, glasses. I forgot my coffee mug. Um, but I had brought a, I did bring a measuring cup, um, a Pyrex measuring cup, which I had planned to use to like boil water in the, in the microwave. So it also became my coffee cup as well. Uh, so I was roughing it, like really roughing it. (laughs) That is roughing it. I had to bring sheets, pillows, blankets, of course, uh, it was in the thirties, um, temperature-wise overnight and not much warmer during the day. Um, And my point is that it used to be to go away for two days, I could, you know, on autopilot go boom, 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 got my stuff, go. And I haven't packed for anything like that in so long (laughs) that I had this like, where is my, you know, bag for this? And where do I put this stuff? And did I remember everything? I mean, I could have a packing list, of course, but that felt like overkill. Um, yet it probably would have been good because <laughs> I I totally forgot to bring bath towels or even a bath towel and any kind of soap. <laughs> for so. But you know what? Soap is... It is for two days alone in a cabin by yourself. Soap is not the most important thing. Uh, I would have been much sad. Yes, you can make sadder do. if I had forgotten coffee or or wine, for example, or tongs. Or tongs, right? That makes flipping a steak so difficult. <laughs> so you're like fashioning something out of sticks. <laughs> um, anyway, you know that, like, uh, you know, I traveled a lot, like you. I mean, I didn't go I, to the same place as much as you go to Disneyland, but I, you know, went to visit my friends in Seattle a few times a year, and I went, you know, to conferences, and I had that pretty much down cold, and now I feel like I've lost all my 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 traveling muscles, Chops. right? Yes. <laughs> There's they're flabby. My my traveling brain is is kind of flabby, so that is um it's going to be interesting if we if we get to finally get on the road again. Uh, there'll probably be a whole new packing list that will include hand sanitizer and masks, right? And, uh, things like that. But and it also occurred to me that. Once people are able to travel, 
truly, you know, there's going to be such a pent up demand. I know. I'm not looking forward to that. I know. (laughs) So obviously Disney World would be a place, even though they're open now, but uh, for the people who wouldn't dream of going now, uh, the demand on their part is going to be high. I really want to go to New Zealand, and I realize like it was always hard to get good flight deals to New Zealand, and it's probably going to be very, very hard you know, early on. So, oh, well. Anyway, that's borrowing trouble from the future. We have plenty of it right now in the present. <laughs> we we do indeed. Um, well, that is all that I have for uh, this episode. How about you, Jean? I think that will do it for me. That's a good, uh, sort of a good bookend to last week's talk about looking way ahead now we have looked back as well we have in that case let's uh, wrap up this episode so we can get back to looking forward again <laughs> um you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm on micro.blog and twitter we are at the weekly review and you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm it'd also be great if you'd rate or review this podcast it helps new listeners find us it helps us find new listeners and it makes us smile to know you're thinking of us um thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review thanks you got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun